everyone. Welcome to the 12th episode of Weaving Myths Season 3. Weaving Myths is a podcast focused on tabletop role-playing games and specifically playing them through the play-by-post format. I'm your host, Nathan, and joining me today are Colin. Hello, everyone. And Eric. Good evening. We are all staff at Mythweavers, one of the largest play-by-post gaming websites in existence, and we're here to help you bring your game to the next level. If you're not familiar with Mythweavers, you can find it at myth-weavers.com. As always, we are joined by the impeccable text chat, which members of Mythweavers are using right now to ask questions and contribute to the discussion. If you too would like to be part of the text chat, feel free to join us on the Mythweavers Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash weavingmyths. This week we'll be talking about restarting. That's not the topics we're talking about. No, we should have fixed that line. This week we'll be talking about beginning at the beginning and making a game ad. And setting up your game forum for the new game. Oh, those are extremely important, too. Yep, yep. Uh, Yeah, so um, actually, most of this episode, we're probably going to be looking at the site. Um, So let me do that. Yeah, bring it up. Bring it up. I'm working on it. Well, let's just start by saying the game ad is the essential centerpiece of hooking players in to want to play your game. So it's kind of important to get it right because if people don't really understand what it is you're planning to play or how you're planning to play it, you may end up with the wrong group of players for your game. And that would be bad leading to several of our other episodes about uh, player styles and avoiding stalls and dealing with conflict and, Maybe we can avoid all that if we just get the information out there right up front. Pretty much all season one stuff that we might revisit now that we're slightly more professional. Semi-trained, quasi-professional. Oh, God. Organized. Because we definitely don't still prepare the episodes 20 minutes before the episode starts. What? We totally didn't do that today. No, no. No, today was 10 minutes. (laughs) And we did it while troubleshooting Nate's microphone and yes, OBS and Audacity. Yes. Well, Audacity is still broken, but yes. Well, we troubleshot <laughs> it, though. We shot the heck out of it. <laughs> we did. We took it out back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, yeah, go ahead. Game ads. It's, uh, it's a thread. It's attached to your game. We can go over the mechanics about how to do it, but there's actually a pretty good guide on the site, and we will include the specific link directly in our uh, text chat here in just a second, and Nathan will post it in the thread. Which guide but, is this? Uh, uh, I'll get the, it's from the wiki. I'll get the game, game guide oh. out there and get the thread. Okay. But uh, suffice it to say, like anything else that's in our play-by-post form over at mythweavers.com, it's a V-Bulletin threat, so all of your standard V-Bulletin ticks and tricks and tips apply, all of the things that we've discussed in, in previous episodes. Uh, so I guess my question to you two is, how do you bring all the information that you want together and, and present it to your players? Lists. Yeah, I was going to say, we know, we know at least Nathan's answer, but I'd love to hear him explain his OCD organization. Uh, sure. <laughs> so, 
the easiest way to do this is to just pick one and show it off. Uh, this one. So, um, I mean, I set up all my games the same way. Um, I have a very specific, like, layout that I use. Wait, are we talking about ads or game forums right now? Ads. Well, let's start okay. with ads. Okay, cool. Uh, because I'm sure you have some sort of rubric or something for your ads, too. I don't. You Tiffany don't self- says he does. You don't self-grade your, your ads? <laughs> Who doesn't self-grade their ads? So disappointed. Shame. Don't mind me. I'm just trying to find the good ads I've done. Uh, that should be pretty much every one of them, right? I would hope so. <laughs> All right, so Colin, well, he's looking that up. Well, he's looking that up. What do we need to put in a game at? What's the essential pieces of the puzzle? So essential, absolutely essential pieces you need to have in this puzzle. Obviously, you need the game system. That's actually a requirement when you're even making the game ad. Right, so the game system comes from the game forum that you've already built by the time you're putting up a game ad. Important clarification. I'm the talkie staff member. Eric is one of the code monkeys. He re- yes. Yeah. So your game system, like Eric said, is set by your game forum. Depending on the game system, so it's worth noting Mythweavers does not have every single system in existence. We have a request system to add them, but we don't have everything in existence. Likewise, even if we have the system, that doesn't mean we have every single setting, at least published setting, listed. So what you wind up with quite often is you'll have, you know, okay, Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition or Pathfinder, something along those lines, and then the particular setting might be published. It might not be in the setting list. So you leave it blank you're going to want to put that in your game ad. Even if it's listed, you should still probably include it in your game ad. Yep. Important to note, game ad, not the game title. Because the title yes. only fits in about that much space on the screen. Yeah, and, and by this much, I mean about 60% of the screen width. So if you make a really long game title, it's just going to look very busy and hard to read. Keep your game title sharp, something that's going to really draw people in. Hey, Nate, you might want to flip back to video while you search. Oh, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Man, those tabs. Those tabs. Man, I was maintaining eye contact with the camera, too. Yeah. I didn't even really Man. look at it. I but just I... noticed out of the corner of my eye. Yeah. Anyway. So, so, system, setting. If you don't have a specific setting in mind, at least kind of the the genre that you're going after. So is this a gritty urban fantasy game or is this more of a modern kung fu beat-em-up? I mean, there's there's lots of different options for generic settings, even well outside of the, uh, the established settings. Yeah, we'll critique Nate's tabs later. Yes, yes. All right. <laughs> so you got that. Then you need to identify how it is that you are going to apply to the game. And there are actually some specific rules for Mythweavers uh, to try and keep game ads relatively compact and uh, not sprawling 100 post 
threads of uh, mess, which is to say applications need to go in the game form. Uh, make an application folder in your game form. Direct people there. If you put a link to it, they'll go straight there. Then they can have their own thread, and you can kind of keep all of their information contained in one place. Before we tangent to game forum setup, though, yeah, I don't want a tangent, but the, the but key we're tangenting point was, because let's face it, that's a weaving its tradition to to dissuade people from putting their applications directly in the thread, the game ad thread. Mm -hmm. The dice roller does not work in the game ad thread. Don't do it. You can't. So, Eric, you mentioned character creation guidelines in the ad, right? Not just yes. character. Okay. I missed a little bit of that. Yeah. Might have sound briefly watching Nathan glare at a screen. If they're really long, make a thread, summarize, and link to the thread. Yes. Uh, one of the important things that Nate's going to show us when he finally finds the, the ad that he wants to show us is... Oh, I have a bunch. Oh, great. Is oh, that God. it needs to be relatively tight, compact, easy to skim, and for people to get excited about the game. If you create multi-page wall of text... I have an example for that, too. Yeah, it will be hard <laughs> for people to get the gist of what you're after. You'll end up with a lot of questions. Maybe some of the questions are probably already answered. It's going to make you frustrated as a GM that people aren't paying attention to you. You might not make the best decisions for your players, so... Keep it simple. I think the beauty of a game ad is that it you don't need it to be long because all of the long-winded sections of your posts, I mean, or like, okay, for, for example, setting information. If you have this homebrew setting with a bunch of information that you need to dump on your players, that doesn't need to go in the game ad. You can just link to it and then have all that information available to them. So that's the thing about game ads. They need to be long enough to get people interested but short enough that people don't go oh my god i have to read that to to apply for the game if they have to Are, scroll more than two pages you've probably turned them off probably not to say you can't have two pages of content elsewhere just not in the game ad page right we'll get into that in the game forum side i mean exactly. I have examples for that, too. Yay! <laughs> Once you have your character creation guidelines, then you absolutely have to have what your expectations are for participation in the game. The posting well, rate, the yep. style, the what it is that you as a GM are anticipating that your players are going to bring to the story. Posting expectations, though, is, is really high on the list because... If buried in this tome of advertisement information, you say, oh, by the way, I want you to post once a day. You might not catch that on a quick read. And so you may get really interested and make a great character. And then when the game starts, not provide that level of support for your GM and create conflict that then goes into other episodes that we previously covered about how to deal with posting rates. Um, that was easy. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to bandwagon on something you said. Manual. Expectations. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's the same thing we say every time. Communication, communication, communication. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you, those expectations and not even just for like the posting rate, but just, this is what I expect out of a character. Um, this is how I'll be accepting characters that, so like stating upfront, Hey, I'm going to use this rubric for a game. Then you just got to lay out the most vital information of how the game is going to begin in your ad. It's, it's a common complaint we've actually seen and addressed on a different episode about why is it that GMs seem to always pick the same players for their games? It's not necessarily that they are excluding everyone else and it's just they're, they're really pro forma putting up an ad so that they can get all their friends back together into a game. But people who have played with them before understand what their expectations are because they've lived it. And so mm-hmm. they get it even when it's not stated in the ad Uh, right to some degree that's an unfair advantage so it really helps as a gm if you lay out what it is that you want and it helps if you know what you want so put some thought into it what is it that you're expecting from your players and what are you going to offer them Mm -hmm. because otherwise this is coming (laughs) and most likely at the worst time for your game Speaking from experience, I've had um, someone, I forget who it was, but I put up a couple ads, like, back-to-back, and this was someone who figured out my rubric, more or less, and, like, just smashed it every time. Like, they, they perfected it. They did it perfectly every single time. Multiple games back-to-back, and I'm like, well, they broke the rubric, so off we go. <laughs> was that Tiffany? Um... I, I want to say it was either Tiffany or Fate. I'm not 100% sure. So, brief aside for those that are not familiar. Nathan's games, Nathan has a character grading rubric. It has become such a thing on... Legend. <laughs> sure, we'll go with Legend. Infamous. Is... <laughs> Infamous works. It has become such a thing, well, A, because Nathan's a mod, so people love to break his stuff, and B, because, well, we've got a very active group of regulars on the Mythweavers Discord who will apply to Nate's games just to get a grading on their character concept from the Rubric of Dread. In fact... Grading characters is something that Nate offers to patrons who pledge at certain Mm, levels. Yes. And he's not regretting it yet, so all the patrons at that tier really need to get on their game. Well, the thing is... um... Absent. Absent. (laughs) From the text chat, absent going, oh right, that's a thing I've got. Yeah. Take advantage of your patron rewards. Of course it's going to make me verify my email right now. Yep. Jesus. Oh, hey, good news, Nathan. Absent says he has four to five things piled up for your rubric. Okay. (laughs) I'd Um... offer to preview them for you, but... Let's be honest, I'm just going to make it worse for you. Yeah, I, I, I gotta tell you, I have 24 monthly character reviews that patrons have earned by being patrons 
And let me see how many people have actually filled out the form to get that done. Please tell me there's at least one. There is at least one. I know for sure there's at Three least one. Three and a half? Four and a half? <laughs> exactly one. Exactly one. All right, so patrons that aren't taking advantage of it, you yep. could get him to review things 24 times every month. Get on that. There's there's a no couple fun people if Nathan in here. doesn't regret his decisions. No, there's a couple people in here who show up more than once too. So they've eh. got like a backlog of things absent. You've got let me see one two three three. You've got three right now. So you know what? It'd be really funny for you to like live record your grading of them. <laughs> that would actually be pretty entertaining. Do you want another David episode? Because that's how we get a David episode. <laughs> Speaking of people, we are going to drag back on here at some point. Oh, bleep. <laughs> bleep, I said bleep. Bleep! Bleep, bleep, bleep! Amy has six. Maru Amoriani has six. We got a few peoples. Fate has six, and uh, Dingmaman has one, two, three, three. Um, Nate, hmm? uh, got a message to pass on from Josh, who's watching, but because he's on mobile, it doesn't show him in chat. And I'm going to do this in the tone I think he wants me to convey. Nate can grade my characters anytime. <laughs> The fact that Nate just rolls with it shows that Eric and I have been traumatizing him for years now. Yeah, pretty much. He's inured to it. You know what we really need to condition Nate to start doing, Eric? Is to start using the phrase just to piggyback off what person said. Uh-huh. Anyone um, that's been in the military will get that. Everyone else is going to miss that. Um, Absent wants to know, can you use the patron review to review other people's characters? Uh, I'm going to go with no. If they consent to it, yes. Yeah, but see, now... From see, a, see, if the that is, person the has it here and that person mm, says they're up for it, well, the thing and is, they haven't been using it, and what if they haven't been making characters their own, Nathan? So... I'll admit there's a little bit of motivation here as to why I say no. Yeah, he's going to say they can patron themselves. Right. They can sign up for the Patreon if they want that reward. It's, I will admit, it's a little, like, self-serving. But that's how we grow our fan base in our Patreon uh, explosion. So Fan yeah. base. Yeah. Hey, we have so, nine viewers. That's I, I recognize base. the words individually. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Back on track. Back to the topic. Us tangent? Never. Yeah. All right. Uh, we already talked about putting applications in the forum. Um, anything else important? Well, it would help. So we've discussed, you know, essential items you need to have. Nathan, could you kind of cover some of those now that you got some stuff queued up? Heck yeah. I've got plenty. That Show it. Okay, so the first thing we're going to look at, we talked about really long ads. Um, hop over here. 
So this is actually an ad that won uh, <laughs> Game of the Episode. Um, this is A Thousand Temzerian Nights by Ptolemy. Um, I'm just going to scroll through this. And I'm just going to scroll. And I'm just going to keep scrolling. And I'm just going to keep scrolling. And I'm just going to keep scrolling. So... This ad has a lot of information you need, but it has a lot of information that would be better served in its own posts. So, for example, this whole uh, this section down here with the map of the town, that would be best in its own folder in a forum and says, here's the town you start in, and then it has this picture. So you could cut that out entirely. One thing worth noting, by the way, mm -hmm. real quick, Nathan, to interject. We're not saying that examples being used are, oh, this is, you know, this person screwed up. We're just merely saying, hey, you know, given combined experience, this is stuff that could be better done in other ways. Right. Not saying the ad is bad. Right. And like I said, this ad actually won uh, Game of the Episode. And I'll see yes, if I can did. find the little badge for it. For having a lot of information in it, it was very well organized so that it was easy to yes, find the was. pieces. Yeah. Um, I'm not entirely sure where that badge ended up for this thread. Yeah. It looks like we didn't do one. But either way. I guess a good way to put it would be we're kind of covering ways that we've seen over the several years of combined experience that optimize an ad for people to Eric tell your wife we said hi <laughs> I will she's enjoying her uh, her soup of the day so another example is this whole campaign setting section again just put it in its own thread inside the game forum um, I would keep the posting expectations, I would keep the player expectations, keep the about me, keep the game style. Um, I don't know if this is like a pre-written campaign or not, but these pictures are kind of huge, so I would maybe make them a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. And also I would try to edit this blur this in-character blurb here. And shorten it up. Right. The other thing probably worth noting is that this looks really great on Nate's super huge widescreen desktop monitor. Yes. If we were to go look at this on mobile, it It'd would be, be much, 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 it's much, gonna... much harder to read. <laughs> You'll scroll on your phone screen a lot. Yeah. Never mind, you'd probably spend a good... 20 to 30 minutes just reading everything. Again, this character creation section, just put it in its own thread inside the forum. Same with this. Yeah, this just this whole section of character creation. Just take that and put it in its own thread. Well, you can, depending on, I'd say having basic character creation, here's what I'm expecting and limiting to, is a include or make its own thread in the game forum based on length of the game ad itself. Yeah. Character creation general guidelines can be a good 
filler. Yeah. Like, if you're like me and your ads tend to be shorter because, you know, I think some game masters are better than others. No. I, th <laughs> I think what this you could do, actually, is if you take this character creation section and you condense it. So in the ad, you say there's three sections to character creation crunch, role play, and the player. And then just move on from character creation and and maybe put a link in there and say, for the full character creation details, click this link right. mm -hmm. and jump over to the game forum to read them. Right. Which is something we've been seeing more of recently. In the yeah. past uh, year and a half, I've started to see that a lot. Yep. Yeah, this one absolutely checks all the boxes of the essentials. It hits the, the nice to haves of having pictures and flavor text but it does it in a way that is a little harder to read, particularly mm -hmm. on mobile. It can be long, depending on the users. And I will say, as much as we joke about, you know, how difficult the site is to use on mobile, and that is something we're working on very slowly. But it is <laughs> being worked on, because everyone's a volunteer, so shit takes a while. Um, there are members who primarily are doing posts via mobile despite the site not being necessarily that mobile friendly you still see it a lot i've got one of my players doing it yep. i make a lot of posts on my ipad and i mean we have found that for better or worse myth weaver's most active periods are during the work day for the united states so you see a lot of mobile posters mm-hmm <laughs> If they're just like saying. Eric's employer and just block websites. Uh, there's a lot of employers that do that these days for our productivity purposes. All right, yes. shall we look at another ad? Yep, it's time for another ad. All right. How about Geekahedron? Do it. All right. So I'm just going to scroll through this one real quick. And you notice it's much shorter than the one we just yep. looked at. We're done. So, yep. So you have this in-character blurb to catch your player's attention, or potential player's attention. Um, this is a little bit more in-character stuff. Down here, you Set, get into setting. the... Uh, yeah, setting. Yep, so setting. This is like the backstory setting. And then down here, you have it's a 4th edition game. Uh, levels 1 to 10. Uh, good fit for a certain player type. Expected posting rate. Um, I don't know. Check out the game forum. Create a new thread in the characters folder. I mean, it, I, I don't think... Uh, maybe my only criticism of this is maybe one less picture, but I don't know. I think it's fine. Personally, right. I like the pictures. Because it's a shorter ad, I feel like it helps space things out. It's almost like the pictures are being used to break up Right. The sections. Yeah, you can do that. The other option that you have here is uh, use float and push the pictures to the side so that yeah. on uh, on desktop, there's lots of white space to the left and right of those pictures. Mobile, maybe it's not as much of an issue, but if you floated it, you could make it a little tighter. Mm -hmm. If you're going to show Fate's ad at the end, she is the master mistress of float, and she alternates uh... it to give the visual breakup effect and have all the pictures. Yep. It's worth noting that 
if you're not familiar with float tags, like I rarely ever use them personally. You can always jump on to the site discussion section of the site, or you can jump on the Mythweavers Discord and, hey, I'm trying to do this. How do I do this? And or you can use absolute our... worst case, you're going to get flooded with so many people trying to help you that it might be overwhelming for a moment. <laughs> yep. But um, there are plenty of people that can help you with BB code to set up fancier tags and fancier layouts. Yeah. There's... Um, I've actually grown to love the float stuff recently. It's been... It's kind of become a backbone of my posts. Right. So there's the, the link I just posted, which is the Mythweaver-specific VB codes. And then here's also the one for all of the out-of-the-box VB codes that are supported by the site. And... If you're just wanting to play it out and see what it looks like, there's always the test page that allows you to uh, put in your yeah. arbitrary VB code. And of note, not everything works on the test page. That is true. Anything that mm. requires a database interaction will not work. Yep. So like sheet roll. Yep. Sheet rolls, language tags. Yep. Okay, let's look at another one. Um, we're going to look at B. Watford, who I know we have given multiple Game of the Episode awards to. He's, it's almost like he's broken our Game of the Episode rubric. <laughs> Watford has pretty much gotten set up as the will no longer win anymore because one too many times. Hall of Fame. Yep. Hall of Fame. You keep winning them, we're not giving them to you anymore because you're too good at it. <laughs> So or at I'm least just gonna... Nathan adores your ads. So, <laughs> well, they look really good. <laughs> so this is actually a bit of an older one. Um, this one we didn't give out an award for. It was from before we started doing movie podcast, but it's the same basic oh God, idea. It's two years ago. Yep. I mean, it's it's pretty short overall. You've got the absolute basic information, um, character building which is, I think this is probably about about as long as you want to go for character building. Yep. Um, applications. And then this is a bit much, maybe could serve being in its own thread. Mm -hmm. um, but it's nice that he put it in a spoiler tag. So you don't have to look at it if you don't want to. Yeah. Spoiler tags, reasonably mobile friendly. Yeah. Worth using. Yep. OC tags, approach with caution. <laughs> um, technical stuff, so like when the deadline is, posting requirements, party size, all that stuff. Expectations. Yep, and then the final DM note. So, again, I would say this is another pretty good one. This one might be a touch on the long side with this uh, application outline here, but... I think I, I like the way he broke everything up into blocks with field sets as well. Yep, field sets are one of the, the best tags. And that's mm -hmm. personally, so personally when I make ads, which hasn't been for a while now because direct recruitment's a thing too, I 
don't do the fancy stuff like float tags. I tend to just go field sets to break it up by section. You know, here's your flavor, here's your setting info, here's your how you apply, and go. And yep. field sets are my friend. Sometimes <laughs> tables, I've used some smaller tables a few times in ads. But T tables, if you do them well, can be exceptionally powerful and very beautiful. They can also break the site layout very easily if you That's cross true. tags. That's Don't true. cross <laughs> the tags. <laughs> Otherwise, people like me end up staring at your BB code till our eyes bleed. We'll find it. And we'll probably hate ourselves for it. And then we'll tell you, you need to put that closed center tag before the next cell open tag. <laughs> <clears throat> Found the code, monkey. All right. Um, let's look at... <laughs> Let's look at fate to add. So uh, earlier we were talking about the float. Um, so f there's two kinds. There's float right and float left. And basically all it does is it kicks an image to the right or the left of whatever text you have there. Actually, fate has used tables for this. Tables and float. Uh, is it? Yeah, because I'm not seeing there's no boundary between the cells left and right. Hold on. I'm pretty sure it's all tables. Not edit thread, edit post. Table. Oh, wow, it is both. See? See? Okay, that's interesting. There's a subtle change in the background because Rodrigo's thing was to flip the parchment. Yeah. The alternating cell tables. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Code so, <laughs> sorry. I just yeah. wanted to. Make, I wanted to know. <laughs> if you wonder who helps Rodrigo with site stuff, Eric. <laughs> All... David. David swears more. Uh, David doesn't really <laughs> handle day-to-day -day site work, upgrades, that sort of thing. It's true. I just get surly. So anyway. Um, yeah, this is what we were talking about when we were talking about the float right and float left. Basically, it takes the image and pushes it to the side of some text. Um, again, you've got the basic info. You've got some backstory. You have a little flavor poem. Um, the out-of-character premise. Um, a bit about fate as a DM. Uh, what kind of characters she's looking for. And then the game at a glance. And actually, this is probably the best part of this ad, is this game at a glance, because it has everything listed here without really like getting into the flavor part. One thing that's worth noting. Fate is a great way to show fancy ads, because Fate is one of our... Well, she was one of our regular members recently... God, what, this week? This yep. week. This week, Fate just got moved up to moderator on the site because she doesn't know how to say no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Fate is one of our very active members that is a master of BB code. Yes. <laughs> so she does stuff. Ads, she will make... So you've got individuals that like to use character sheets like using the built-in sheet system you got individuals that like to use character sheets by making a bb code setup character sheet 
Mm-hmm. I wish and I could find there's a World of Darkness one that uses BB code and it's gorgeous. Um, but it's really unwieldy because it's BB code. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Those are the ones that will, I will kill people for when they break them. Just saying. Okay. Um, so I've got. I'm, so you guys asked me how I set up an ad. And I guess we'll just go through a few of mine real quick, if that's okay. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, it's just a couple. No, no, not a... not you. Sorry, I was reading uh, chat. Jimmy, Amy, we'll pull up the potluck sheets in a moment, just the next time we tangent. Boy, that did take long. You mean this? He tangented right to the screen. Oh my god, yes. Yes, he did. You mean this? Um, this isn't even that should, bad. You should close that tab, Nathan. Okay. <laughs> it's important to note that uh, that game, no one knows who made what characters. Oh, right. Yes. Nathan's <laughs> the assistant GM for that game. You wouldn't know it. <laughs> How did I end up that way? <laughs> oh, and Eric is too, because for his sins. Um, I want to... Tiffany has the link to the World of Darkness sheet. Except it's editing out the link. Dang it. I don't know how to turn that off. One moment. I got this. Alright. Yeah, if you could get that link, because I really want to show that. Yeah, stand by. Tiffany, drop it in general, please, on the Discord. Please and thank you. Yeah, that World of Darkness sheet, it's so pretty. It's just such a pain in the ass to use. <laughs> Yay. Are we go? Are we go? Thank you, sir. And I'm not sure who originally made this. Did Arcane Desperado originally make this sheet? I'm not sure who originally made it. It's Oops. this world of darkness sheet has come up a lot on the site. It's hard to kind of track. I don't know who made the original. Yeah, I'm sure it's been. I'm sure it was made and tweaked and used and tweaked some more. And mm-hmm. but this has been around like this general setup has been on the site for. A while. Oh, so long. I think, actually, I think World of Darkness, because I think we've got a sheet now, but it was one of those sheets it took us a while to get around to making, because, well, you gotta have free time. And the sheet tools back then were very arcane. You really had to be a code monkey to build a sheet. (laughs) Yeah, so this is kind of what you can do with tables. You just got to be real careful, because when you look at the code for this thing, it's, uh, yeah. It's a bit of a mess. <laughs> you cross up, cross up two of those tags, and I will be uh, spending probably three hours trying to find it. Yeah, so it's, it's it looks really good. It's just you got to know how to use it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
HTML is extremely unfriendly, and anything that parses to HTML is, at best, suspect. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's take a quick look. So I pretty much use the same format for all of my ads. Um, so we'll just look at one. Um, I usually, in Photoshop, I put together a just a quick little banner of some kind. Um, I do a in-character blurb about the game. Um, I talk about what the game is, like the very, very basics of the game. Um, I have specifically a how to apply section. So character creation rules are found here and it's just a link you click on. Uh, questions can be asked in this thread. Applications go in the applications section. Um, any important notes, and then I always do a little blurb about myself. Uh, I do not always use that color green. I actually change the font and the color to match the style of the game I'm using. Um, so let's look at another one. I got two important questions first. Sure. One, how did you get that many combining diacritics in there? Wait, what? Go back to it. This? Yeah, I am coming for you. Oh, I just, used a, I just used a Zalgo text generator. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> um, and the second question is, can I apply with a gnome? Nope. <laughs> Not for okay. this one. <laughs> um, so again, same thing. Little pretty banner I put together in Photoshop. Uh, usually it has the name of the game. Sometimes I will include the system as well. Just depends on how I'm feeling. Um, a in-character blurb about the game. Uh, how to apply. Anything else. Links to everything. Now, I, I, I mean, I could keep showing these all the time, but they're they're basically all the same. Um, yeah, so... So let's move over to. I have one more to show, to... though. Oh bloody hell! I just one more, just one more. This is the last one. This For is something I've. More. This is something I've only ever seen myself do. I've never seen anybody else do this for a game ad. That says so much. This is not text. This is not tables. This is not anything. This is an image that was put together in Photoshop. So there's no links anywhere in it, but it's just one big image that I put together and posted there. I've never seen anybody else do this. I think this is really, really cool because it lets you do like cool formatting and layout and stuff. Nathan, so. you know what you've done, right? This what? is now you've got Amy thinking. I can't control F and find anything in this. Right, it's not text. <laughs> it's an image. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if you did this, it would make my ADA-compliant heart glad if there was a spoiler at the bottom that had the text-only version of it. Yep. Other That's than that, fair. I love it. It looks great. I mean, I've had game ads that have literally been a page out of a newspaper, a fake newspaper, but a, a newspaper nonetheless. Mm -hmm. 
So, yeah, I'm good with it. So, anyway, this is just something I thought that was kind of unique that I don't see very often, that I think if more people did something like this, it would be really cool. Okay. Okay, moving on. on. Game forum. So we kind of covered ways to... Oh, why is it broken now? now. Oh, there we go. Much better. We're up. Good, no one was seeing my... uh, There it goes. Seeing seeing your what, Eric? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing to see here. Oh, the standard Navy vet response. (laughs) I can neither (laughs) confirm nor deny that there was anything to see. Uh Uh-huh. So... We've covered putting your ad itself together, and that's the big thing is kind of just optimizing it for potential player interaction. But then you've also got to kind of focus on setting up your game forum. So nothing will kill, and we see it, God, we see it all the time. We'll see someone puts up game ad. It's incredible. It's well done. Everything's formatted beautifully, and you go, oh, you know, kind of interest this. And you click on the game forum, and it's empty. It is completely empty. Nothing is there. No threads, no folders, nothing. So you go from, oh, this looks really cool, to you open an empty game forum go, well, I I I don't know where to apply. I don't know if I'm supposed to make a thread. And... It is the single fastest killer for recruitment. And it is... We see it come up a lot with people going, why is no one applying to my game? And the universal response from staff, from members, is your game forum's empty. This no is one knows what to do. This is where your game is going to be played. This is what yep. you need. It's like, it's like... I'll put it in perspective. It's like when you're going to play with a group of friends in your basement. You got to set up the table, put your play mat down, you put your battle mat down, you set up coasters, you put up your DM screen. If it, if people show up and it's just an empty table, then they're going to be like, are we are we just sitting around or are we playing D&D? So, you want to put your minis out, get your dice ready. Like it's the same same concept for a game forum. You want to have an out-of-character thread. You want to have, like, a questions and answers thread. You want to have an application section. You got to set all that stuff up so that people know, yes, we are actually playing a game. Right. Is that how you're supposed to do it for an at-the-table game? Because I usually just get everyone to help me set up. Dang, I got to get better players. It works okay when when you're with (laughs) a bunch of friends around a table, but when you're at a virtual table... Yes, you have to be set up. It's also important to to realize that the different phases of the game demand different organizations. Yes. Don't organize the game forum like you're ready to play when you're in the advertisement phase. You can start working on it. Yes. But but you don't need that detail. The less clicks that it takes to get to the information you need, the more likely that your players are to go find it themselves and not ask you inane questions that you've already answered. And the less likely they are to get burnt out. So if you have an applications thread group folder in your game ad, say, 
want to apply, click here and link directly to that thread group. You don't have to link to the base form. That's one less click that they have to get to. They won't mm -hmm. get confused. It's important to note, absolute bare minimum you should have in the game forum. Absolutely. If you include anything, you need to have a thread detailing how to make a character. And 99% of the time, how to make the character should involve make your own thread and here's how to set up that thread. You don't want everyone making a character in the character creation thread because you need the character creation thread for questions about character creation. Right. And then the other thing that is... Well, I guess it's not so much an absolute mandatory requirement, but it's a very good idea to have is an out-of-character chat. Just, you know, a place people can discuss things, ask questions about the setting, that sort of stuff, without clogging up the character creation thread. Right. All right, shall we look at an example? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So this is one of my games, of course. Um, I set up my games the same way every time. Um, same with my ads. So uh, I have an archive section, which is where I put threads that are no longer being posted in. Um, so for example, like applicant applications for characters that did not make it into the game, they go in here. Um, well, I have a... Oh, go ahead. Nate? I was going to say, before we jump into that, let's cover how to make folders. Oh, sure. Is this button right here? New thread group. And then how to organize them and move threads in and out. All right. right. Well, let's just, let's do this. It's one of those useful things. Cause, so we are working on a, especially for the new members, a kind of member guide to explain how to do various things. Not everyone knows how to set up folders or move threads in and out of folders or at a later date we can do a more advanced thing where we kind of go into all right you've set up your game form let's look at advanced organization and prefixes <laughs> dungeons So while Nathan does this, I'll just pull this out of chat. Chimi says, Colin, having your friends help you set up is like Discorders all agree on a game without ads where they all just hop in and make their own threads. The Mythweaver's Potluck game is an oddity that cannot be used to model typical conditions. Correct. Okay, so when you make a game... Um, now we got a game. Yeah. Great. Yep, so Blank now, game now we have games. a game. So on the game forum, this is where we actually set up all of the thread groups and everything. So right. this new thread group button, you do, you, it pops up with a little window here that says, just name the folder. Wow, if I can type, I swear. Um, so archive, the parent thing, I'll explain in a second. You can make subfolders. Yeah, basically. Um, so we've got archive, gameplay, so let's say I want to have a separate folder for handouts that I give my players. So like I give them maps or I give them a letter that I've mocked up in Photoshop 
or I want to keep track of NPCs. So we do a handouts folder. Now, this is technically part of gameplay. So I'm going to put it under the gameplay parent and it will now make handouts a subfolder of gameplay. So we just keep making them, do characters with no parent because we don't want a subfolder. Is there a limit to how far nested you can make folders? Yes. I think it's two sublevels, is that right? Yep. Okay. Might be three. But that may be counting the top level one. So just okay. it's limited because it does take some server resources to go figure all this out. Yeah. So for some reason, cool. the site's running a little bit slow for me this evening. I think it's because we're streaming at the same time. Um, but I do an OOC, and this one doesn't have a parent. My 100 megabits down don't have lag. And if you're in Europe, shush with your talk about fiber speeds. Hmm, Fios am, is great here. I am jealous, and I can't change it. Mm-hmm. Shush, Eric, you're near uh, military bases. Of course there's uh, Fios there. <laughs> we don't even use theirs, we get our own. Well, yes, but... Yeah, we thought about getting fiber, but it was too expensive here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so once you have your thread group hierarchy set up. Um, this main thread group, I, I am certain this has to confuse a lot of people, right? Like, there's people that don't know how this works, right? Oh, yeah. Go into okay. it. Go. Okay, okay, cool. Um, so this main thread group, it basically what you can do is you can select which folders are on the main page of the forum. So, for example, um, if we go to the game profile, when you click on this game forum here, God, why why is it running slow? I, I really don't think it's my internet. I have 300 megabits down. Uh, Eric, did you just hear Nate's audio cut for a moment? I did. Oh, okay, good. That odd look wasn't just uh, my imagination. No, no, we okay. both looked at him simultaneously. No one else could see it, though. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Nate, your audio cut for a moment, so... Okay, sorry. Um, no, you're good. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the site, because I have 300 megabits down, and I don't know why it's taking so long. It hates you. Clearly. Really, it's all Eric's fault. Rigo's been trusting him to code more, so there's something in the code about that user, Nathan. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Um, but maybe, anyway, maybe when, one of the uh, nodes is about to die. <laughs> don't you dare. I mean, yes, I can text Rodrigo about it, but I don't want to text him on a Saturday evening. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's let's keep it moving here. We're running out of time. Um, yep. Nate, one important note that Logan's and Wolfie pointed out. No, no with folders. Regular accounts can do 25 groups and can only do one level of folders. Okay. You can't do subfolders, that is a folder within a folder, unless you are a community supporter. Oh, yep. okay. Good to know. Yep. It's, 
they're little things that people on staff honestly kind of forget about because, well, mm -hmm. we had to test it, so we get to do it. Yeah, test. Yes. Okay, so the main thread group, basically all it does is it picks which folders you see as soon as you click into the game forum. So if we just click on game forum, it defaults to the main thread group. And this thread group, you can edit it, and you have to control click to select multiple ones. Um, I usually pick our, I usually pick characters, gameplay, GM stuff, and out of character. Um, that will make it so all of the threads in those specific folders show up as part of the main thread group. So if I make a thread here really quick. So this thread is in the handouts folder. And I'm going to make one in the out of character folder as well. So now when we go back to the main thread group. All we see is the out-of-character test, not the handouts test. And that's because the main thread group is only set to show characters, gameplay, GM stuff, and out-of-character. Mm So I just wanted to very quickly explain the main thread group because I know I, I think there's a lot of people who would use it if they understood how it works. But I think there's a lot of people that don't understand how it works. Right. Yeah. Thread groups are not really folders. They're essentially filters that operate on the threads in the. Yeah. We can go in depth with that in a follow up episode, though, because we really we really do need a follow up segment going into advanced breakdown of game forums. Yep. Agree. Because it's game forums are not a default V bulletin thing. Game forums are part of the game system, which was custom built and woven into V bulletin's architecture. Yep. We're still trying to uncouple it from that. Yep. <laughs> it was a great idea at the time. It's a terrible idea now. It's so. Yeah. Let's just yeah, leave they, it at that. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. All right. So I'm going to jump back over to us. Hello. Yeah. So. Hey. Oh, hey. We're back on camera. Suffice to say, you could make the applications visible in the main thread group during the application phase and then use that to turn it off and make gameplay part of the main thread group once you've gotten to the point of playing the game. Yes. Yep. So, and yeah, you can change it on the fly, so if you if the game shifts gears from recruiting to playing, then yeah. Okay, so um, do we have anything else we want to talk about real quick before we take a break? That we can talk about really quick? No. I'd say we've covered the general overview of how to make a game ad. How, how to, to make, make a, a game, game ad. ad good practices for game ads. And yeah, 
game forums. I think we've covered the basics of forums pretty well. We can elaborate later. Sounds like a great thing for episode 14. Hmm. 13. No, no, 13 is going to be in moderation. 13 is the one we're dreading. Yeah, we actually have to plan in advance. Okay. <laughs> All right. Five All right. minute break. Five minute break. Beer. We'll be right back. Go. Dang. Um, I'm gonna. Hang on. This gives you time to write a script for the uh, HGE. <laughs> That's not happening. What? You're just going to wing it. I am going to wing it. You should at least Nathan, read the ad. Do you ad know then. how to wing it? Yes. yes. You should absolutely read I'm the a ad. GM. Of course I know how to wing it. You sure? Because I think Ambika and I were kind of derailing your welcome pawn game. I definitely felt forced back onto the railroad tracks at least twice. No <laughs> man may enter. Yes, Nathan is very clicky, Logan. It's those mechanical keyboard people. Ooh, that'd be really cool is to get Kraken bottle koozies, Amy. <laughs> you know she probably has a source already. It's, yeah, it's, it's a done deal. But uh, it has the job's not going to go through until the Weaving Myths ones come out. Okay, uh, five minute break. Seen... We're already on five minute break. What have you Are been we? doing? Uh, yeah. I, I definitely just left the room and got a beer. Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> yes, Nathan, take off the headset. Put it on mute. Nothing amiss happens. Hey, the adults are gone. I'm alone with text chat. So what are we talking about during this uh, five to ten minutes, folks? Hi, Amy. Well, yes, of course it's Let's Clicky. I'm not Nathan. Bastard GM, the solution, and Shimi will back me up on this. The solution is you need to get clear cherry switches for your mechanical keyboard. What beer am I drinking tonight? Let me get the official name. It's a uh, Shorts Brewing. It is a Shorts Brew Black Cherry Porter. Very, very dark porter. Let's see. Brewed with black cherry puree. Absent, go away with your cherry MX red linear. If there's no tactile feedback, it's useless. Also absent, I don't know where your rifle is. I still don't have a quote. I still need to get a price from them so I can get your down payment. I'm already afraid. Well, Chimi, that's why I've got clears on my fission and why I've been a bad influence on my electrical engineering coworker at work who made a mechanical keyboard for fun and now has a source for custom printed PCBs. You know, really between the two of us we could make some custom mechanical keyboards. Hey Eric. What's up? We're talking about mechanical keyboards. What was that? This is salted licorice. 
Salted licorice. I just realized Nathan has a break time screen so that we can't actually be on video. Dang. That bastard. See, all I had to say was, hey, Amy, Kraken bottle koozie, and she's already got a source for me. Mm-hmm. This is why I love Amy. Logan, this stuff is really good. Oh, those are actually pretty good prices. Two forty nine each for twenty five or more. That's pretty good. I know right now I'm still waiting. Uh I've got fate threatening that there's some weaving myths ball cap she got made. <laughs> and she's threatening to mail it to me and I can't like I can refuse to give her my address. But she'll get it just get it from absent. She'll get it from Absent or Amy or, yeah, there's several staff members that no one will hand it over and I'll beat. And it's easy enough Especially now that she's a mod. And we can Google you. I mean, come on. Oh, no, you can't actually Google me. Mm, But we can Google your your business. Mm, Good thing we got a break time screen. Oh, the break time screen uh, hiding the middle finger, you know. I'd do it without the break time screen. I know you would, because we're not. Oh, bloody hell. Amy's on. We're in trouble now. She's here to give you crap. Amy, you you can't be linked up to the video chat, though. It's going to mess up Nathan's layout. And then Nathan cries. More. More. Hey! <laughs> I mean, absent if you didn't give me fate my address, um, Basil, Dauphinus, any number of others would at the very least give fate the business address, and that's publicly listed. So really, I I I can refuse to give fate info for shipping, and she'll find a way. Doesn't she because- work for the? She works for the state. She probably knows someone who knows. No, 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 no. She works for the school system over on the east side of Michigan. She probably knows someone. She's been feeding the IT guys strike force for their. uh, (laughs) She knows someone. She knows people. Absent everyone that's regular on the discord knows you have my address. We've talked about things you've randomly sent me. Speaking of, I should I should get what randomly arrived just because I mentioned I was going into calculus. We're still not on video. Oh no, I know we're not on video, but I'll wait till we are. Mm-hmm. Because oh break time is coming. Now, Nathan, we we already remarked upon the fact that we weren't on video, and there's a break time screen now, so we can't do things like flip each other off when you're out of the room. Yep. Ugh. All right, we'll get there. I got That's... something for I got something for you. I'll send it to you if you need it. Alrighty, do, do, do. and we're back. So I don't think we have a lot of time left. Um, maybe another twenty minutes or so. Yeah, ballpark. Yep. So. Uh, but our might... episodes are also coming a little further in between than they used to. So honestly, if we go a little over, I'm okay yeah. with it. We can pay a little bit extra for the video editing. Yep. Audio editing. Eh, tomato, tomato. 
<laughs> the videos are the videos go up unedited. Colin is raw. And that's on the recording now. Yep. All right, uh, let's move on to the free-for-all. Uh, wait, wait, whoa, no. whoa, whoa. You, you skipped a whole no. page. Wait, highlighted game of the episode. Ah, you're correct. The highlighted game of the episode. And for that, we need internet. This that's week's internet? game of the episode is... Make Mine Marvel by Born on the Bayou. Uh, so, long story short, this is a superpowers game uh, using the Apocalypse World system, which I have heard is pretty good. Um, I've not used it myself, but basically it's it's uh, Masks a New Generation, which is a Powered by the Apocalypse system. Um so they have been the players have been enrolled in their first class of the newly founded Excelsior Academy on Long Island. To most people, it's just an overpriced, underwhelming private school. But to you and your teachers, you know, it's where confused, empowered teens become heroes. So, long story short. Your superpowers have manifested. You get sent to this school, and uh, you have to create a superpower that is Marvel enough that can it could show up in a comic book by Marvel, uh, but also public domain enough that it's your own original idea. No copyright infringements. Yes. <laughs> At the same time, nothing new under the sun. Now, yes. something I think that's really interesting about this ad is there's no maximum amount of characters for the game. It's just open enrollment, basically. If you sign up, you're in. Well, we've talked about that in different episodes, but that can be good and bad. And on the good side, player attrition is not going to be a problem for you. Right. On the bad side, if you get 15 characters apply, that may be a little much to wrangle and keep things moving forward. So you may need to subdivide your groups, maybe recruit a co-GM. Yep. Um, if you're going to run more than one group, always have a co-GM. Yep. Now... I will say, I, I don't think I've ever actually played a Supers game, so do either of you have any experience with that? Mutants and Masterminds 3E. Hmm. Years ago. Yeah, that would be a much more crunch-heavy game than PB Powered by the Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. But, but, um, but the powers, all of the powers, and the combos, and the modifiers, yes. Yes, yes, it can be done. <laughs> No, <laughs> Supers games can be extremely fun because it's really not limited by anything other than your imagination. If you can come up with a way to describe a cool superpower, chances are your GM is going to say, yeah, let's roll with that. Mm -hmm. 
Whereas in a D&D 5e game, if you decide that you're going to craft an entirely whole cloth set of backgrounds and traits and character exposition, there might be some frowny faces of, now I'm going to have to consider how that balances with everything else. Most, most supers games have an inherent balance system already built into it, whether it's the mutants and masterminds power levels or hero points or whatever whatever you have from, from your particular system. Hell, Eric, some other systems, all you have to do is apply with a gnome and it breaks the game master. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> so terrible. There. No, you're never getting away from that name. That's fine. <laughs> Alright. What does the ad close? Did we cover that? Um, this ad closes... Uh, doesn't that look like there's a date? My guess is because it's just open open enrollment, there really isn't a closed date. Yeah. And that's that's perfectly fine for a uh, open enrollment, first come, first serve type game. Yep. Yep. No posting requirements. No maximum amount of characters. Yeah, I think it's just open enrollment all the time, so... Yep, so this one will be one to watch. We will uh, be interested to see where this goes. For sure. All right, and with that, it's time for everybody else's favorite segment. Where in the world is Chicken Rodrigo? Do you do you have the... Uh, lo- yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah. I got it. So for those not familiar... This is an Amy enforced segment. If we yep. don't include it, Amy is displeased, and you don't displease your show writer. No, Correct. no, it would be really bad. So yes. the, the source of the image being a costume party that Rodrigo participated oh, yes. in years ago. So there is actual source material of Rodrigo in a chicken costume. Yes. Which has this... now been painstakingly made part of a scene <laughs> somewhere in the world and your job is to figure out where is he alright is everybody ready where in the world is chicken Rodrigo yeah honestly I just love that I gave Rodrigo a Hey, we need a picture. We're making a uh, chibi avatar for you, and that is what he sent me, pretty much. And then I handed that picture to Amy, and well, Amy happened to it. Can we can we figure out what year that is based on the picture? Um, no. Uh. Amy might be able to tell. Amy's in the text chat, but I don't know what year. Yeah, I don't know what year that would be. Uh, I think it's a... Coke bottle. It's too small for me to see. I can't see it. 2018. Yeah, 2018. Amy says it's 2018. She made the picture, so... Okay. It gets more fun when Amy starts adding Rodrigo to movie sets or fantasy photos and stuff, and then it gets really confusing. Mm-hmm. Which, 
is likely to happen. Since she made it, where in the world is Chicken Rodrigo? All right, so that is Chicken Rodrigo. Thank you, everybody, for participating. Sorry, not sorry. All right. Embarrassment of our boss is one of our few pleasures. (laughs) Okay, and now it is time for the free-for-all. A free-for-all segment of the show is back again. In this segment of the show, we're going to be opening the floor for questions and answers, but we're also going to allow myself and my fellow casters to talk about anything we want. As always, this is going to be pretty unstructured. Um, not that the rest of the show hasn't been, but it gives <laughs> us the freedom. For times we've got a format, <laughs> but it gives us the freedom to talk about other things and still answer questions as they come in. So before we get started, we have the mandatory question: What's making you happy this week? We're going to start with Colin. I survived the week. I survived the week engineering a system I can't talk about with a lot of goalpost moving. Also, I got a new lighter. Nathan, just for you. Oh, is that one of those electric ones? Yes! Yes! Yes. <laughs> don't, awesome. put, don't put it on the beard. Don't put it on the beard. <laughs> the greatest thing, 20 bucks. Nice. And, and it's technically Gem's lighter, and she keeps yelling at me to recharge it because I keep playing with it. And Eric, what's making you happy this week? Well, I'd talk about it, but then I'd have to kill you. Uh, I was read into something, and and it's really exciting, and I'm looking forward to participating, but I can't talk about it. I I literally can't. My favorite part about this, what's making you happy, is that both Eric and I can't discuss what we're doing, and that's making us happy. That's because fine. laws. Yeah. Well, in Eric's case, it's security class- classifications. In my case, it's federal versus state. But, you know. Okay. Ask later off recording. It was a date. good week. <laughs> oh, but uh, Colin, I-, I got this for you in case you need it. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, this is what Absent sent me. <laughs> this awesome. just randomly showed up at my door on Thursday. I don't know. Want to know what the tangent of those legs is, dude? They explain in comics. Yeah, they explain in comics. I don't know how useful it is because well, I'm not there yet. Because I'm the uh, mechanical engineer that's never done calculus. Well, this How? one, this one, this one has D and D in it. <laughs> nice. Um, Nathan, how? Eric can probably tell you from enough exposure to me- mechanical engineers that most mechanical engineering is really just trigonometry and algebra. Oh, gotcha. If you're much. using calculus, you're doing advanced contour designs like turbine blades. Mm, yeah most of most of mechanical engineering is algebra trigonometry and creative thought actually no it's creative thought and then pretending that the algebra and trigonometry actually matter when you don't have hard details from the client Mm. because engineering is making 
guesses based on vague data. Approximations based on vague data. <laughs> yes. But, you know, when mechanical engineering gets into, like, really high-performance stuff, it actually is super cool. I think that's what all mechanical engineers dream about coming out of school is that they're going to get to work on that. And then they, <laughs> get to work, then they get to work on simplified beam equations for buildings where the, the design factors are 10 and they got, have no freedom of uh, thought. Your safety factor is a factor of 10. Have fun, boys and girls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By the way, we have to use these I-beams because these are the ones that we buy from our manufacturer. It's worth noting. They may get paid more than me because they have a bachelor's and I have an associate's, but at least I don't have to do architecture. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> at one so... point, I thought I wanted to be an architect. I'm glad I'm not an architect. So, Nathan, what's making you happy now that we've tangented all over the place like usual? Well, I'm sure most people have noticed, but I'm in a different room. In fact, hey. I'm, in, I'm in a different building. I moved. So, uh, yeah, we are in a new house, and um, I have my handy D&D and Shadowrun and all that collection at, at hand. Um, and behind me... You'll see back there, I have the 3D printer. So, uh, oh, yeah. right. I need to make a print list soon for you. I mean, what? <laughs> um, Cash in on Colin designed headset holders? What? Fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I moved. I'm living in... I'm in the same city, but uh, just different location and um, bigger house. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Jimmy has some very personal questions for you. Jimmy, personal, never. Jimmy would like to know... Nope, not answering that. (laughs) Small and plastic. Is that describing the location? (laughs) Or the action? The... The sitting, if you will? For the record, Jimmy's question was, you break in the crapper yet? Because, well, it's it's Jimmy, and that's, that's Jimmy. I mean, it is a new construction place, right, Nathan? So Yeah, it's, a, it, the, yeah. it's a valid question, because builders are not trustworthy. <laughs> no, no, it, no everything, everything works. Um, well, the, or the, electricians aren't trustworthy. The seat is plastic. And they're a little bit smaller than the one the toilets we had at the old place. <clears throat> Upgrade. Oh, round bowls instead of oval bowls. Yep. Oh, I hate round bowls. Yep. My wife wants to go to one for space savings. I keep telling her no. <laughs> so okay, so yeah, let's. Uh, do we have any other questions? Yeah, let's take some real questions. Yeah. Yes, please, God. <laughs> Wait, does that mean no, Nathan? What? Tiffany, we need context for what would Grok do. Grok would smash the tiny porcelain object into a hundred pieces and then take his axe out and dig a latrine trench in the backyard. <laughs> okay. Chimi asks, what is everyone's favorite pie? My cousin's homemade uh, key lime. 
Oh, Apple man. pie. So tough, but strawberry rhubarb is going to have to win. Mm. Apple pie with vanilla ice cream. I mean, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong oh, with you... an apple pie, but man, a good strawberry you gotta rhubarb pie. You got to have apple pie a la mode. You have to. Yeah. Um, worth note, so uh, Logan mentions uh, he just installed a urinal. I have a buddy. No, actually relevant story. Buddy bought a new house. Like he and his uh, fiance bought a house. Uh, 40 by 60 pole barn right behind the house. Nice little setup. And up on the second floor of this pole barn, there's a poker slash game room. And they have a little closet area with a urinal. Like one of the nice, slow and waterless ones. He pulled it out and threw that thing out. Ah, uh, Right? How many hundreds of dollars was that? Oh, goodness. I, I don't want to contemplate. It was like one of the new-gen urinals. I mean... Hell, even uh, my wife was going, you know, why why, why would you throw that out? Just sell it. I would have left it in. Well, yeah. That's, that's yeah. step one, but step two is... <laughs> no, Logan, he is still a friend. He used to be a business partner. Yeah, I, okay, so back to pies. Amy, uh, agree, fresh roasted pumpkin is the way to go. If you are going to make a pumpkin pie... Mm. Mm -mm. Don't get the can out. Oh, Don't no, that's true. Don't get the can out. Don't do it. I don't know. My cousin's fresh key lime pie is still my top, but well-made lemon meringue, I'd say, is my second. Oh, man. I I had a bad experience with lemon meringue because I was expecting it was banana. Ooh, sweet potato pie. Okay. BGM. BGM, go away. You're giving me good but bad memories. I don't need to contemplate that pie. Sweet potato pie is wonderful. But All right. pumpkin it's pie not November yet. Stop it. We have Thanksgiving at Collins Place. We have a real question? <laughs> we have a real question. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to get chat involved in this. Oh, so Jesus, me, it's your question. I'm going to start a poll. Oh, sweet Jesus. And the command is exclamation point, vote, and then a number. Number one is yes. Number two is no. Oh, great. We're doing a bot thing in chat. Bot commands have never backfired. Yeah, we'll see if this works. So <laughs> there we go. Exclamation point, vote, and then either one or two. And the question is, is cheesecake a pie? Did you did you start it yet? Because nothing I, I appeared so. in chat. I thought so. You didn't start it yet because Amy voted and nothing happened. Hang on. Two was no. Yep. Hang on. Okay. Try now. The nays have it. Chimmy is just an antagonist. Well, yes. We all know Chimmy knows the right answer, but... So, so, with 
Six votes no, and one vote yes. Cheesecake is not a pie. Yeah, we knew that. That's why we all voted no. Just checking. <laughs> Alright, do we have uh, any other questions? Hopefully. Let's do another poll. That was kind of fun. Oh my god, no. This is <laughs> how it starts. Viewer no, engagement. This is, Viewer This engagement. is how it starts. And then you know what happens? We go from, hey, I should do a poll to, hey, this game bot looks kind of cool. We should see how that runs. And we all know that Ishmael's going to swallow them all anyway. Yes, true. Eventually. Because I'm actively supporting that one. Hey, that, that actually is the thing that is making me happy that I could talk about. That's true, yes. Is that I have started work on integrating sheets from the Mythweaver site directly into Discord via Ishmael. Yeah, that was actually, what, yesterday? You got yeah. the opening to start working on that? Yeah, and, and actually I've got a couple of the commands working. If we pulled up, uh, if I Show pulled up off. my chat window over here and went to the Weaving Myths channel. I don't know. Does the bots love the Weaving Myths channel? I think the bot doesn't love the Weaving Myths channel yet. Um, okay. So we Shaney have a... asks... Go ahead. Colin and Eric, if you took over Pond, how would you integrate gnomes? Um, for me, gnomes have always existed. Why would you question otherwise? Why would you cut gnomes out of a setting? Because the fae don't exist in this setting? Sounds like gnome haters speak. Gnomes aren't fey. Yeah, they are. I don't are. know what you're talking about. Gnome. Alright, Chibi Amy has a question for us. If you had to play a little-used game system, what would it be? Do I have to come up with a new one? No, just one I'm, that's I'm still, kind of obscure. I'm, Rysis. No, because we've popularized Rysis on Mythweavers. We've popularized yeah, Stars Without Number on Mythweavers. I'm going to go with the new version of Iron Kingdoms, which is based on the rule set for the war game instead of D&D 3.5. Sure. That's obscure. I haven't heard of the first one, so... Actually, I'm a bad metric for that because I haven't heard of most systems that aren't mainstream. <laughs> the fact that I'm an admin on a gaming site that caters to uh, stuff that's pretty obscure is terrifying when you think about it. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, not we supposed do a, to agree, Eric. We do a lot of obscure stuff. We really do. And I mean... Um, how about bubblegum? We haven't played Bubblegum yet. Yeah, we have, oh, that's... didn't we? No, we have we not been it. drunk enough to play Bubblegum. That will be a patrons-only episode, because we are going to be very, very drunk. Um, Eric, do you have the overview of the system by chance? Uh, I do, and I can probably find the link, but it, in, in quick summary... Yes, summary works. You start off with a certain number of sticks of bubblegum, 
and if you want to do um, in any intellectual action, action, any intellectual action, you have to roll a d10 and get underneath the number of sticks of bubble gum you have. If you want to roll a combat action, you have to get above the number of sticks of bubble gum you have. So you can see how this goes, because as the game progresses, you're going to lose sticks of bubble gum when you fail rolls, and eventually your intellectual capacity will go to zero, and you will be an ultimate kung fu kick-ass killing machine as long as you don't have to open a door. Yes. Um, although the game rules do note that, uh, oddly enough, you can still field strip an M60 machine gun with no effort. Yes. Because that's combat. So, pretty much, yeah. Bubblegum is a game that the system creators note, because, god, the system is one page. The creators know it's a system you wouldn't typically play unless everyone was drinking. One of the upcoming Weaving Myths Does Tabletop is going to involve, well, all of us drinking and playing bubblegum. Because uh, my day-to-day -day rule of thumb is if it makes me giggle longer than text. 10 seconds I'm to assume I'm not allowed to do it but when it comes to weaving myths if I giggle longer than 10 seconds it's probably going to happen yeah okay um, do we have any last minute questions before we move on there were a couple questions up there somewhere in the middle of your uh... um is there any plan to add cards? Yes. Could we get a clarification on that, actually? To the site. No, no, I got to the site. Cards meaning what? Like like a deck of cards? Yeah, that's what I need clarification on. Are we talking deck of cards? Or are we talking a game-specific card deck? No, I think just uh, 52 playing cards. Okay. I know we've got... Don't we have something for one of the systems? Well, we have some special dice, but that's, you know, image-based dice, but that's not cards. Gotcha. And... I'm drinking Surly Brewing Company's Coffee Bender Brown Ale infused with coffee. Well, I'll show mine since uh, Nathan put up that little break time thing, so. Shorts Brewing's Black Cherry Porter. Dang. I just have a Devil's Backbone Oktoberfest. Uh, that's pretty good. <clears throat> I've got a Midnight Brewery uh, Mitternacht Oktoberfest upstairs. That's pretty good. However, we did today go to Big Lick Brewing. They're having their fifth anniversary today. And we tried... Uh, what's it called? Something, something Dying? Uh... Something like that. But anyway, it was like a 10% ABV Imperial Stout that was like coffee and something when else. When we were debugging it, was really it I was drinking 14.5% mead. <laughs> <clears throat> I didn't Wait, realize we're... I'd need it, but... When we were debugging, what, his uh, microphone his connection? Audio. Oh my oh, god. god. <laughs> 
So, relevant, since it's free-for-all, we can talk about whatever. Relevant thing for our large viewer base. Um, the raised eyebrow doesn't help, Nathan. Um, so, Nathan had microphone issues tonight. Which is why we were late, but it's... There is a setting, it turns out, in Windows 10 called Privacy and Security. And what... And I mean, it took us forever all to actually find the issue, but Privacy and Security will restrict certain things based on your security settings. So Nathan's security settings apparently decided that Nathan's microphone shouldn't work with anything. So... There's a or there's a permission section for microphones in Windows Security. That's a thing, it turns out. And it will screw up your audio chat. Amy, what dark side is Nathan giving into? He already regrets starting the podcast. We've made sure of that. Oh yeah. Right, buddy? <laughs> in three, two, one. Hey, hold on a second. Stop the execution. What is it this time? <sighs> Sorry, that's probably an obscure reference there. All right, uh, let's let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> As Nathan goes, let the suffering tonight end. Okay, um, I would like to take just a moment to remind everyone that this episode of Weaving Myths is made possible by our Patreon. Every contribution goes towards making the show better and keeping us running, and we are eternally grateful to all of our patrons. Most recently, our incredibly generous patrons allowed us to have Weaving Myths be professionally edited, and we have a brand new logo, which many people have seen on the break time screen and um, also on the intro screen. Um, I come into stickers. Yep, and coming to stickers very soon, and possibly t-shirts. Um, if you were stop, Amy. <laughs> if you were here, uh, skip that sentence. <laughs> that logo was selected from a handful by our patrons. So if you'd like to be included in future polls for things like that, you should definitely sign up. As always, regular Weaving Mitts episodes will be available for free, and signing up for the Patreon is never required, but always highly encouraged. Full episodes will always be available for download or streaming free of charge. Now, some thank yous to the extremely generous patrons that have signed up at the Platinum or Greater tier for the Patreon. We have Amy G, Amanda C, Claire F, Colt N, John D, Maru A, and Yang G. Thank so you. Thank, yes, thank, thank you very you much. Folks. So thank you, everyone, so much for joining us today. It's been a blast, and we appreciate all of the questions and comments from the text chat. As always, you guys have kept it interesting as usual. For those of you watching the video recording, please don't forget to take a moment to like this video, subscribe, and ring the bell on YouTube. It costs nothing, and it helps the channel grow. I'm Nathan, and I've been joined by the magnificent Colin. It's been a pleasure, folks. And Eric. So long. Thanks for all the games. Thanks for listening, and keep on weaving those myths. <laughs>